Podcasts from the Cat. Voices and sounds from Crew and Nantwich. Nice queen. Uh, keep your fingers crossed, listeners. Uh, this time, Dawn. Are you Hello. There? Hello, is Dawn here? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad we got that sorted. Uh, Dawn Yearsley, how's you doing? I'm great, thanks. I'm just, I'm sat on the bench cutting the tops, the heads off flowers. Oh, lucky you. Is the sun still... I'll explain why in a minute. Uh, yeah. Is the sun still shining with you? Um, it is beautiful here. It's lovely, yeah. Oh, it's not raining, so that's good. Good. Where's here then? So I am just by the Rising Sun pub on the uh, Middlewich Road, so Are before you? Alveston. Yeah, I'm just there. Where we live, we've got a, a little bit of land, so I grow my flowers here. I've got a cabin where I do my floristry, and uh, this is where it's all going on. Marvellous. Now, Sunny View Flowers, okay. Yes. Uh, this, you're not just a florist. You're not, you don't get them in from Holland or wherever. Or uh, You grow them in your own backyard, yeah? I do, I do. I grow, grow the, all the flowers here, yeah. So, um so do you are you growing them specifically for flower arranging? Have you uh, is it what you grow is what you sell? Yes, that's right. Yeah, um, I trained to be a florist at Reese's College a few years ago now, and when I finished my training, uh, my plan was obviously just to buy in flowers from abroad and um, you know uh, sell in that way. But then I just thought. Surely the ultimate has got to be able to just go outside and cut flowers and then design with what you've got. So um, I decided I'm going to have a go at growing them. So this is my second growing year. And, um, yeah, I've just sort of tried to this year, because you learn a lot, don't you, in gardening? Sure. Um, I've tried to grow a much bigger variety of different types of flowers. Um, So not scale huge, more variety um, to a, from a learning perspective, and B, from just offering customers something a little different that maybe they've never seen before. So, And, and they are quite different, aren't they, British flowers, to what you would see um, in a supermarket or Absolutely, absolutely. And I think from, from that point of view, you've got that little niche where, you know, um, things like sweet peas, I'm sure, are part of what you do and, and stuff like that. Um, what what are you actually cutting the heads off uh, at the moment? <laughs> <laughs> so it's a flower called, um, its Latin name is Helichrysum, but it's commonly known as straw flower. Um, and they are, um, I'm going to scrunch them on the phone so you can sort of hear what they sound a bit like oh right yeah they're they're really pretty and they're loads of different colours and we I do use them in designs when they're um, when they're at their optimum points Um, but we also use them um, dried for over the winter period uh, for reeds and various other different things which is why the heads and then use them and they're really really lovely okay you mentioned the Latin name there what 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 does it look like? What does the flower look... Can I relate it to something like, oh, it looks like a something? Um, it's a bit like, a little bit, I suppose, like daisy-like. Okay. Um, but much bigger than a daisy head. Oh. Um, I mean, if you, if you cut them when they're very small and they're just in bud, um, then they'd be about sort of um, one and a half centimetres wide. But when they're in full bloom, they're probably more like six or seven centimetres wide. Wow. So, yeah, if you want different sizes for depending on what it is you're trying to create 
Um, okay. Yeah. Do you do you have works that people commission to you? Do you say, right, well, um, I'm having a wedding, or I want to for a particular bouquet? Do you do you do that as a bespoke kind of service? Yeah, I mean, very much. My probably the majority of my work really is to fit around. I don't I don't churn out the same bouquets. I work with whatever people want. Um, someone called me this morning and she wanted something very contemporary, so. You know, I would make certain suggestions and put grasses in and unusual seed heads and things like that. And I, I work with people for, even just, you know, for bouquets, but obviously for things like events or weddings, etc. then, yeah, you might be doing something a bit more unusual. And I'm, I'm as much as I grow flowers, I am very interested in floristry and um, where you can take it. I really like unusual installations and um, things like that. I do some work with Motherwell, and we've done a couple of uh, floral art pieces. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. are quite unusual. Um, so just, yeah, don't always think when you say floral what you know um oh, now I, you put the flowers on a wall <laughs> I, I, oh, right got you now i i i must admit i i sort of got the gardening bug and i started to learn some latin names which which oh. kind of was a little bit dangerous because you can quote something and get it wrong quite easily um but i've I've had a bit of success on the veg patch uh, this year. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but I've also cultivated what I think is um, a little bit more different. Uh, I've tried to group uh, flowers together in colour. Do, do you do that in your, in your what do you call it, your plot, your bed? Are you, are you growing yeah. a lot of blue in one corner and a lot of purple in another? Yeah, when we grow for cut flowers, I want to say we am part of an organisation called Flowers from the Farm nationally. Um, and some of those people are just flower farmers and other people are florists and flower farmers. Um, and when we grow for cut flowers, we, we don't tend to make it look like a pretty garden. You know, like you would in your garden, you've yeah. got a bit of this here and a bit of that and you yeah. use all your colours and mix. We would tend to grow in a way that's almost like like a production site, but you are growing all your perennials together and you might have an annual bed of just cosmos, another bed of just one thing. So to make it easier for to manage and rotate things each year and um, et cetera, et cetera. Got you. And <laughs> do you have to stagger the sowing or the, the planting so you don't they don't all arrive in one go and you, you have to use them in a week? Do you, do you stagger that planting? I try. <laughs> I try to do that. I try to stagger it over a period of weeks. Yeah, if you can. Um, so for, for exactly that reason, so you haven't got, you're just like, okay, well, that, that flower's finished now. But we're also concentrating on, um, particularly with annuals, we're concentrating on flowers that cut and come again. So like a cosmos, which yeah. is like a big yeah, sort of daisy I've got some hair. of those. I've got some of those. Have you got some? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, and a bit me. like sweet peas, you know, you keep cutting them and they keep coming. Oh, do you know so, what? Um, I've got to tell, sorry, I'm getting into gardening talk here, uh, gentle, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, listeners. Um, I did a little wigwam with sweet oh, peas. Yeah. Oh, God, they've gone mad. They're, they're growing out the top. Because I've been cutting off the little seed pod things. Is that right? Is yeah. that the right things to do? Yeah. I mean, if you can, try and catch them before they go to seed. So cut them when you, I mean, I think they sort of say every 10 days, every sort of stroke it every fortnight, cut cut all your flowers off. And then before you know it, within a couple of days, they'll start coming through again. Um, you don't really want things to go to seed if you can, but, um, you know, just okay. I think have a bit of fun with it and things won't always be perfect, will they? You make mistakes and that's how you learn, isn't it? Indeed. I do, um, on, on a note for future gardening, 
I do sow my sweet peas in the autumn. Oh, yeah. So I, I sow some in the autumn, so I get them early. Um, and supposedly you get a stronger plant and taller stems, etc. And then I sowed them again in the in the spring. So my um, my autumn ones have just finished. I've just pulled them all out, but my spring ones are still going strong. I've got a lot to learn about sweet peas, haven't I, Dawn? I definitely <laughs> have. Now, um, one thing coming back to your flower arranging thing. Um, now, yeah. the ones, the sort of arrangement that I've seen. It, obviously, flowers are a big part of what what's going on, but there's also lots of green bits that stick out, and, and you mentioned grasses and things like that before. Do you grow those as well? Yeah, I do, yeah. Do Different you? Different types of grasses, yeah. I just find all those... Um, my style, if I'm just left to it, is a bit sort of wild and, you know, um, quite, we call it in flourishing negative space, where you can see the flowers, they're not all crammed together in a tight posy yeah. and everything's got its own space i suppose a little bit like it is when it's in the garden isn't it you can see kind of the individual flower and its beauty um so i that's my sort of um style what i like so yeah i do i love different types of unusual grasses right um yeah. and, and <laughs> I'm, I'm sure floristry has moved on a lot and it's a lot more tech now do you still use a thing called what i remember a thing called oasis do you still have that Ooh. Now you're getting political. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. Well, go on, tell me more, Dawn. Tell me more. Well, go on. Floral fame is massively still very heavily used worldwide even um, in the floristry industry, but it's not biodegradable and it sits on landfill sites for 80-plus years. Really? Quite damaging to the environment because the water that comes off it is like quite bad as well. So um, I don't use any floral foam. And, and I mean, the things are changing in um, floristry in that we're, we are sort of top designers and people are trying to influence people to make things in a more sustainable way and, and using different systems, chicken wire and things like that, and other sources because to, to be able to create designs so that still last, yeah. um, but, but in a way that's more environmentally friendly. So... I think at some point it will stop. And it was interesting, actually, this year that the RHS had banned it from all of their um, really? shows across yeah. the UK. So, all right. um, well, that, yeah. that, that's a hot topic I didn't realise was a hot topic. It is a hot topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I could natter flowers all afternoon, uh, John. I really could. I, I knew this would be a great conversation. Um, <laughs> do, do you have any little flower helpers or big flower helpers there to, to, to help you grow all these things? Um, I'd love to say that my children help, but <laughs> they're teenagers and they're just like, oh, mom, you're always going on about flowers. It's boring. <laughs> You know, um, when, but when, my fella, he's amazing. <laughs> he, he helps me do a lot. So oh, that's great. What's his name? Angus. Angus. He's the, yeah. he, he's the man who just umps the wheelbarrow around all the time. <laughs> And makes... We do a lot of digging together, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, and, he... and also my son, I have to say, my son's amazing. He, he um, when he's home, he's actually away at the moment, but when he's home, he's I'm like, can you just um, build me some more raised beds? And also, I want this structure built. Um, he built my greenhouse, which <laughs> is he? amazing. Did he? Oh. Yeah. Well, that sounds a lovely setup you've got there. Now, uh, the most important thing, how do people get in touch with you? If, the, if they've liked the sound of, the, of that, the way that you do the floristry and the way you grow, you... you your flowers how do they get in touch with you uh, well i have a website sunnyviewflowers.com sunnyviewflowers.com um, i'm writing it down sunnyview 
flowers.com yeah like that and um, obviously I'm on social media Facebook and um, Instagram um, and they can just call me too I mean I do uh, the farmer's market in Nantwich every the last Saturday of the month um, and um, I do workshops here for people if people want to learn a bit more I'll be doing lots of Christmas wreath workshops oh right oh um, fancy yeah, going quite, I really like I really like the teaching part actually I think yeah. it's um, really fun for people to be able to have a go and um, not be scared and just like you know try and and do something a bit different sometimes with flowers as opposed to just brilliant yeah, well I, I, okay. ladies and gentlemen listener i have to tell you that i've uh, spotted dawn on nantwich farmers market <laughs> and some of the creations are absolutely amazing so uh, yeah i can i can vouch for that firsthand uh, dawn oh, it's been an absolute you. pleasure thank you so much like i say i could natter flowers all afternoon with you and we're sorry we had that little bit of a hiccup um at the beginning but uh, um, we we played your tunes anyway for you Thank you so much. Right. They're great. Okay, and we, we'll we'll catch you next time. We need some flower information. You will, and I'll see you at the market. We will indeed. <laughs> Dawn, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Catch you soon. Thanks, Dave. Ta-ra. Bye. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.